Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Kara, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Good. Keeping yeah. on. That, that'll that work. That'll do. That'll do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's been a really long week for some reason to me. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I tend to usually meet earlier in the week true, when we true. get together. And this is a late week. This is a Thursday night mm-hmm. for us. So... So yeah, it's that's a rarity like, for us. Usually yeah. it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest. Yeah. So. We don't really do yeah. weekend get-togethers for recording because obviously you know obvious reasons we're yeah. either doing There's something already yeah. or i'm solo with my kids a lot on the weekends i know you yep. are too yep so it's complicated you can't have the kids around while you're recording so yeah i mean it'd be interesting but not not preferable i would rather so, yeah, not. we're gonna not do that there is absolutely no way my kids would like give us peace for yeah. 35 there'd be a minutes. whole lot of interruptions on that yeah, one so totally. um all right well um we're good we are talking about noble creature cask house this evening yeah which i had never literally heard of ever so this is Me one neither. of the one of the dwindling downs of our road trip beers uh, yes, from husband. your husband's should call it the clarity or something the clarity, the clarity road, road trip, trip. Uh, yeah <laughs> but um he really he really got a lot of beer he on did this get trip. a lot of ro- i mean beer i didn't really notice trip, when right? he got home yeah he must have <laughs> had like a like you know box full of beer from his yeah. trip so. i will say that when i took these beers out mm-hmm. my fridge is looking a little bare oh. i think we need to like Another road trip. Need another yeah. Road well, trip. actually, my husband is going on a road trip this <gasps> coming go. weekend, which okay. will have been yeah. a few weeks ago by the time you guys hear yeah. this. But he's going to stop at Narrow Gauge. Nice. And, oh, St. Louis. He's heading yeah. south. All right. Cool. And I was like looking at their website and he was like, what do you want me to buy? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Just get one of everything. I don't know. That'd be like $500. <laughs> just like get, get one fine. of everything. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, what else are we going to spend the money on? And I was just like, okay, bye. Yeah, I'm, so I'm glad I'm we not, agree. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't It will be a know. surprise. So we might have like four straight episodes of, of Narrow just Gauge. Narrow Gauge. You know what? I'm okay with that. It that sounds great. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah, we are. We don't have any significant road trips soon, but we're heading down to Louisville at the end of the month. So okay. Maybe we'll uh, we'll see what we can find on our way. I think down. that will. Yeah. That will yield some resi- I results. I think we will. So we'll continue our road tripping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we Why haven't not? run out Why of not? Chicago breweries yet. True. Certainly not. Yes, but. we can continue on with the. There's. I don't know if we'll ever run out of Chicago area breweries, but um, right. we will continue broadening our horizons. So, Noble Creature Cask House in Youngstown, Ohio. We are going to start with Thin Lip. Ah, that is where my husband stayed on the road trip, was in Youngstown. Really? Yes. I don't think I've ever been to Youngstown. 
Well, he was told by a co-worker that Youngstown was like the natural middle ground from like New York City to oh. Chicago. Huh. Okay. And it really kind of is. It's pretty even. Nice. Okay. So, and it's like a... I can't call it a major city no, exactly, but it's yeah. a pretty decent metropolis. There's, sure, there's there's restaurants and stores and hotels. Yeah, and I all mean the, they had the like they had like all the chain hotels and restaurants and those sort of things. Yeah, cool for his trips. So. Nice, Ooh. nice, nice. All right, so thin lips. Um, this says. It's named after our dog with the thinnest of thinnest lips. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a sour ale with cranberry, raspberry, and dry hops. So, uh, 4.5 ABV, so pretty sessionable. Ooh, it smells like a sour. Yeah, I was going to say I'm getting a lot of cranberry, but definitely raspberry too, Raspberry. Right? I get heavy on the raspberry. Hmm. I really like raspberry, so yeah. that's probably why I'm I really that. like cranberry. See? There you go. Getting it's got a little want. bit for everybody. Yeah. All right, let's give this a shot. It's got a pretty, like, pinkish, almost orangish, like, color to it. Yeah. It's like a rosé of beers. That's... That's what it looks like. <laughs> the color. <laughs> Sorry. That's perfect. I mean, it is exactly right. It's, it's a very good description. I the per- like that's that. That's the color. It totally much. is. Um, I actually really... I like this. Uh it's definitely tart i mean it's a sour ale so it's supposed to be um but i i like the flavor profile to it mm. the cranberry and the raspberry have like a good mix together I feel they like. have a nice little symbiosis mm-hmm. these two because i get both they really do although as we've already mentioned i'm kind of getting cranberry and you're kind of mm-hmm. getting raspberry but um i get the cranberry in the can... taste i get the yeah. raspberry in the smell i mean i yeah. get both in the taste but i like this combo yeah Hmm. this is really good and it does have a little bit of that traditional like funky Mm -hmm. especially in the aftertaste very much in the sour funk that you get with a traditional sour it still gives that like sticks in the back of your your throat type feel to that sour but it's got a really good flavor to it thin lips well um all right so noble creature already said they're a microbrewery in youngstown ohio um they're actually in an old presbyterian church awesome (laughs) like a number of other um breweries that we've we've talked about so far so the church was originally built in 1923 um and they tried to preserve uh the stained glass and they repurposed pews and boards and floors and all kinds of things um and it opened in december of 2017 ira and marcy husband wife couple um ira of course got into home brewing you know like everybody back in 2010 um his background in college was actually a sculptor which was interesting mm-hmm. um so he said that he used to drink old german and pabst and then was turned on to craft beer um and he felt like brewing was just the perfect blend of art science and engineering together so his things all kind of together so the sculpture in him and the sculptor in him um 
and some of the other other qualities. So um, they pride themselves on creative and unique beers. Pretty much sours is their thing. Um, and they're big into supporting the community there. They donate to local food banks and animal shelters, huge into animals. Um, so Noble Creature, so where the name came from, was that that was kind of their nickname for pets. They called them the, the noble, their noble creatures. <laughs> I like that. So their first dog, their, the wife, Marcy, called her, no, her noble creature. Um, and the nickname just stuck. Uh, sounds like based on this, they've had multiple other pets because this is, you know, named after the dog with the thin lips. So, <laughs> um, but their slogan has a skull of a cat on it, which was um, inspired by their first creature, uh, which was a stray cat named uh, Negril, I think was its name. But so that was the inspiration for the logo that they have, which looks like a black uh, cat skull on it. So that's, that's where the noble creature name of, came from. It's kind of like a weird creative <laughs> animal theme in this, which right? I'm not like, disliking. Yeah, I like even the like art the on this thin can. Lips can art. It's got like is, a dog and he's dressed as like, like kind a, of an old warrior yeah, type. He's got like a, a animal skull headdress on the dog itself. So. <laughs> but I love that the whole giving back to the community thing. I think that's such a cool thing. And we've talked about it before, breweries doing mm-hmm. that, where they kind of fall into this really unique category of businesses that do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, they hold events for fundraising yep. and yep. they, you know, they try to work with other organizations yeah, to they promote try and be philanthropic that. and promote things that they believe in this one just happens to be you know a lot with animals but uh something interesting that they were doing pre-covid was they were also doing kind of a um brewing classes that you could work with ira the he's the head brewer owner um they stopped that with covid i don't know if they've brought that back but um something else experience wise that people could come in and see how to brew beers and things like that which is is cool there's a couple other breweries that we've talked about that have done similar things to help kind of people get up and running and started and you know interested in it um covid kind of put a a nix on some of that but um yeah so kind of cool i like i said i had never heard of these people before so i really like this one that we've we've drank and i i like the homage to the animals and it's a pretty cool sounding place so we will continue drinking thin lips and talk about discipline discipline when our noble creatures aren't being so noble (laughs) We have yeah. to come out and lay the smack down. Lay the law down. Yeah. Me and my husband were discussing this earlier. We were talking briefly about like how we were disciplined sure. as kids yeah. as well. Um, and me and my husband apparently were both very good children because we, I was like, well, how did you get disciplined as a kid? And he said, he's like, I can count on one hand the number of times that I was grounded. Like usually my mom only had to raise her voice and I was like, all okay. right, that's, an, that's it. I'm done. Um, so, and same with me, really. Like, my mom was never super stern. My dad was a little bit, but I feel like we just kind of had more respect for our parents. Is that what it is? I don't know I was what thinking it is. on this, too, because I have literally <laughs> the same feelings about myself. Yeah. I 
was like, how was I disciplined? Yeah. And not, like, not at all. Exactly. I, we didn't, but we didn't have, like, we didn't really have to be I mean, thinking I, back. I guess there were probably times where I was, like, kind of threatened with a punishment, mm-hmm. like, threatened with sure. something like that. But I don't remember ever being, like, sent to my room or having things taken away. Yeah. Me, I, 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 I agree. I, I mean, even as, like, a young adult, like a teenager, I'm sure there were plenty of moments where I like did I, something they didn't like. Yeah. But it, like, I was thinking about that, and I thought there were a couple of occasions where I remember my dad being like not super pleased. One mm. of them was <laughs> specifically uh, you and Brandon mm-hmm. went to a Tool concert, and you brought me a T-shirt, uh. and you were like, "Oh, here we got you this shirt. It was thirty-five dollars." And I was like, oh, "Okay," and I just like asked my dad for the money. Sure. And he was like, "For what?" And I was like, "Oh, Lauren and Brandon got me a T-shirt," and he was like. A $35 t-shirt? And I was like, yeah. And he was just like, that's ridiculous. And he was like really irritated about it. And he got like, and he gave me the money. And sure. of course I paid you for the shirt. Right, I still have then, the shirt, yeah. by the way. I never am getting rid of it. I'm going to be no, buried in that shirt. Literally, yeah. Uh, it's going in the coffin. $35 yeah. shirt's going to last me my whole life, you guys. But he was really not happy about that. Mm-hmm. And he like kind of gave me a cold shoulder. I mean, I was older. Right. You guys were yeah, obviously we were old. old enough to go to a concert. Right, yeah. So it was probably late high school or yeah, early college I mean, we were, even. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. I'm not totally sure. Man, it I mean, was... I had a job in college, so I probably would have given you guys the money and not yeah, asked for I the money. I want to say it was like, it might have been high school. It was, it was. I, I thought it Tool was played at the Riv. So whenever they played at the Riv, yeah, that well, we're gonna concert have to sold out in 43 out. seconds. We went you to remember Jewel. This. And we bought the tickets. I'm yep. so proud of you. I totally remember. Actually, tool tickets go on sale tomorrow. Um, oh, for another show? In case you're wondering. <laughs> I, you know, I think, though, you know, my days of, of that are maybe behind me. 2001. 2001. Okay, mm-hmm. so we were in college then. Yeah, it was like our first year of college. But I think the concert was summer. So oh, we would have maybe been I home, asked him for probably. money then because I did yeah. work, but I didn't work freshman year. Yeah. So it was probably. It would have been end of freshman year, right. summer right after. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, Anyways, that's good to know. So that, so was... <laughs> that was like the only time I could recall specifically yeah. being like not well received sure, by my sure. parents because of something I had done. Which is only kind of Which done. Which is sort yeah. of like, I mean, did I give you guys a limit? No, I didn't. I mean, the shirt was, they probably were the same price. Yeah. No what, so. And like, do I like feel like you shouldn't have bought me one? Well, no, I specifically yeah, asked no. you to. So like... <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't yeah. know how to... No, I don't think I would change that decision. But, I, you know, there's times that we're not going to do things that our parents love, which I get. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't really recall. Like, I definitely recall doing things that my parents didn't necessarily love. But most of them were, like, when I was older, too. Yeah, sure. Like, they didn't necessarily agree with my decisions. But some of them were, at the time, like, they just didn't agree with my decisions. Not that they were really in a position to discipline, to discipline me anymore you. sure um brian and i asked i was like you know what, what kind of discipline and his response was well i got smacked across the mouth a couple times for talking back and i was like well that's because that was 
that's what you did back in the day. I know, yeah. I mean, I was going to say when I was like, oh, I was threatened with punishment. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of times where I was was threatened with a spanking. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I, uh, I made the comment. I said... I envision this in our future at some point with our children talking back to us. So, right. and yeah, so different. But yeah, um, us as kids, we're, we're pretty Maybe good. Maybe we're just angels. Right? We're just And that's why we've been However, saddled with these little devils. Right? I was going to say, however, I definitely have disciplined my children more than I ever remember <laughs> being disciplined as a child. Uh, so. Yeah. I was going to say that. very quickly before mm-hmm. we move on from the spankings. Yes. Because uh, I have a feeling we're not going to come back to that uh, in our own parenting styles. Although, correct me if yeah. I am wrong. but Not uh, yet. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I always say to my husband. When do we get to start spanking right? the children, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he said to me the other day, it's too late. Aww, and I bummer. was like, Ugh, we missed our window. I took my older son to Great America a few years ago. Okay. He had, like, won the free ticket for, like, the book thing. Oh, yeah, the reading thing, whatever, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I remember specifically, he had won the free ticket, and we had waited too long and didn't go. And he was still, like, heart set on going, so I did have to pay for both of us. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we're standing in line for a roller coaster, but one of the little kitty ones. Mm -hmm. And this woman is in front of us with... I think two kids, mm-hmm. one of which was probably close to my son's age, and yeah. one was like a little one, oh, okay. like little, like wearing a diaper. Oh, wow. Little, little. Okay. And the little one did something, mm-hmm. yanked away from her or mm-hmm. tried to run off or whatever, and she grabbed him and she totally spanked him right in the butt. Yeah. And my older, my son, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't, my younger son wasn't with us. It was just me and my older son, yeah. my 10-year-old, now 10-year-old, although I think he was like eight, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he observed this oh. and said something to me. He uh-huh. was just like, that mom just hit her kid. Yep. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, he was misbehaving. And Joe was like, but he hit her. Yep. <laughs> and she heard it. And oh. she was kind of like... Yeah, some parents do that, you know, when they really want their kids to behave. My kids know that that is... Means business. Serious. And my son was just kind of like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. so next time you're complaining about me, bro. Remember this. Maybe ease off a little bit. It could be a lot worse. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That's, uh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was funny to see him react to that. Yeah, for sure. I don't think my kids have seen... Now, I haven't hit my children, but I have strongly yanked them up I've, from something I or somewhere or dragged kids. them somewhere yes. or um, been possibly more forceful than, you know, they there's, would like. But yeah, there's yeah. definitely been moments where I've kind of yanked them around mm-hmm. or grabbed them or pulled them. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's on some of those rare occasions... Mm-hmm. Somebody has sustained a mild, not serious injury. Yeah. You know, like they bump into something or they, you know, they ran into me and bumped their face on my elbow or whatever. And I've been accused of like, you know, hitting or or hurting them. (laughs) (laughs) But never have I, never have I actually struck my child. Uh, I don't think I've spanked my kids, but I have like 
flicked them to get their attention I, if they're not paying attention we to me, do like, talk hey, about hey, nose hey. flicks <laughs> where we I, don't do that or i'll flick the nose <laughs> <laughs> so it's more sometimes to get attention mm-hmm. like so if i really mean business like i won't hit them but i will lay my hand on the table next to them and make a noise be like you have to listen yeah like pay attention and knock off whatever your crap you're doing mm-hmm. um it's not them but i think there's still like el- a physical act yes it elicits of. a reaction from them um and I don't do it all the time, but sometimes these kids, I swear, just I mean, like... Dude, I, I, you should look at this. Yeah, look at my yeah, notes. Yeah. I haven't even started talking about anything <laughs> on this on this piece of paper with my notes about this. I mean, like, so no. I'll kind of... Let's start... Let's yes, kinda, let's do So we've it. talked about some of the things we don't do. Yeah. And to what extent we do sort of sure. do some of those things. However, what we have done, mm-hmm. um, and I like to think we've done almost everything... Mm-hmm. Uh, we, when they were really little, we did timeouts in like counting to three and stuff like that. Yeah, we definitely did timeouts. I actually had a timer for a while or yes. I'd put one even on my phone and be like, you're sitting here until this goes off. Um, my kids used to have one of those clocks that would turn blue at bedtime. Oh, okay. But it also had a timeout gotcha. button. Oh. And so we would set the time yep. on the timeout button. Mm-hmm. And so then whenever you would hit the button... They had to stay in the room until, until it, the clocks. Yeah. It would the face of the clock would turn red, mm-hmm. and then ultimately would turn back to yellow whatever or whatever it was. color. Yeah, when it they was could get before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we used to do timeouts quite a bit. We started counting to three, then we started counting to two, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would get two, and then you would get a timeout. Mm-hmm. Now we kind of do the like, we'll take something away. Or deny you some sort of privilege of some sure. kind. Uh, electronics, electronics or tablets or TV. Or we, we do very similar. Um, we'll yeah. deny. My kids are very, like, dependent on the bedtime ritual. They, like, really uh, like for me to sing them a song at bedtime. Okay. If I threaten to not do that, mm-hmm. they will line straight up and do whatever I ask them to do. That's it's nice. kind of weird, but it's... Hey, whatever it works. It totally motivates them. I don't... Our struggle is, I don't. We don't really have something specific that motivates them. Tablet yeah. time doesn't really motivate them because they're like, okay, and they just put it away. Yeah. So like, they're not super attached to it. Our kids more like if we have something planned, right? Like an activity, and I'm like, if you don't straighten up, we are not going to whatever Go going to this, to thing. this thing or we've you're staying that. home we've done that some and I, like even we went to michigan with my brother's family a while back mm-hmm. and at one point my younger son my seven-year-old was misbehaving and he was pretty bad mm-hmm. he was yelling at everyone and yeah. he was just like kind of a mess okay. and i was just like dude we're just gonna go home yeah i can't deal with you mm-hmm. anymore yeah. You are constant. You are nonstop just yeah. like raging you, on you need everybody. <laughs> We're gonna go. Like yep. mm-hmm. and he was like, Oh, hold on, I don't wanna do that. I yeah. don't wanna leave like and kinda started to get his act together. Yeah. Sort of not a hundred percent, but at least better. better. Yeah. Definitely if I will say that my children, the twins at least, very rarely act up when we're not home. Uh-huh. Like they just they just they keep it don't. together away like, from home because they really enjoy activities and they like going places and doing things and i think that it's a change from home and they just they usually knock on wood are better behaved elsewhere 
than they nice. are at home. Now, my oldest is super unpredictable. Um, he's nonverbal. He's autistic. He's just, we never know what's going to trigger him. Yeah. We also don't really have a good feel for what works because the problem with kids who are autistic in general is you never know whether it's a meltdown and they can't control their feelings and emotions or if it's a tantrum and they're just being a jerk. Right. And so like... Because they can't tell you what right. is getting them And so off. sometimes I know he's being a jerk because I say, knock it off or I'm going to blink and he's quiet. And I'm like, well, clearly you can control it then. So it's, it's a struggle um, with how to discipline him comparatively to the twins too because not the same things work at sure, all yeah. for them yeah because if we're out and i'm like if you don't get your stuff together we're gonna go home he'll get in the car because he wants to go home right. so it's like well that's that not work. gonna work yeah, that doesn't work on him <laughs> so it's like okay so we're still trying to find what best motivates our children yeah. i think um, but definitely I feel like denial of things works better than the timeouts now at their age, uh, and things like that, or I'm going to take away whatever toy you're playing with is or something like that. Yeah. So we're really focused right now on trying to like create like a responsible, good behavior okay. situation yeah. with the kids. Mm-hmm. So it's not like little, like behavioral problems like even my younger kid where i was like oh he was kind of like yelling at everybody the whole day like not to make that seem like it isn't a big deal Mm -hmm. but we're focusing on like the bigger picture okay yeah with behavior right now so one bad day i'm not gonna like tear away his most prized possessions agreed yeah but we're focusing on being more responsible for example my kids have zero concern for being on time. Mm. They don't care about being on time to anything ever. <laughs> and last Saturday, they both had soccer games mm. at 9 a.m. Okay. And between them and my husband, you were all <laughs> nobody was right. ready to go. We needed to leave my house at 8:30 okay. so that we could get to the field by about 8:50 so they could be ready for yeah. like warm-ups yep. and ready to go. Totally get it. And it was like I want to say generous 8.45, we were getting ready to walk out of the house. So you were pushing it. We were really late. Yeah. We did not get out. My seven-year-old did not get out onto the field until like 10 after 9. Oh, wow. You guys were really late. We were so late. Yeah. So late that the coach sent an email to all of the parents because (laughs) Only four of the 11 kids were there at nine. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so they're all. And I had a conversation (laughs) with this coach actually today. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, dude, I had emailed him already and was like, this was. Yeah, this was a low point. Yeah, this was really low for us. And I had emailed him today because it's a Thursday and I, I work on Thursdays and my husband is off. Mm-hmm. But both my kids have soccer practice at 6 p.m. Uh-huh. But I work about 45 minutes right. from my home, yep. and we close at 5. Yep. So normally, I would leave work maybe about 10 minutes early mm-hmm. and make it home by like 5.30 sure, and kind of just run minutes. out the door. Yeah. 
But I wasn't able to do that today because there wasn't anybody else that could stay till five. Uh, One of our normal employees had to take off early. mm -hmm. And so I emailed the coach and I'm like, dude, we're going to be late to practice. I'm going to get home at like 545. Yeah. And we'll leave right away, but, but we won't I can be at practice do, at six o'clock. Yeah. It's just not gonna. There's no way it's gonna happen. Yeah. And I talked to him at the practice, and mm-hmm. he was just like, "You know, you let me know, and I appreciate yeah. that, and it's okay. And the games are a little more, more serious. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we've been so to kind of sum up a very long story <laughs> about being on time. Yeah. We have been trying to focus on incentivizing them mm-hmm. to be on time okay. with positive and negative reinforcement. Sure. So like when we are on time mm-hmm. and we do things, you know, and things go well, well, you can have your device after school today for a while and you yeah. can take it easy and relax mm-hmm. and you have homework or whatever, but beyond that, just chill out. Do you whatever you want to do, do this You don't afternoon. have to help with the laundry and do your chores and all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah you, you can, can just have, have a, a low-key yeah, afternoon. I get it. Mm-hmm. But when we are late to things, you don't get that stuff. Yep. Those are rewards for doing what you are supposed to do. Yeah. So being on time for school, which is not something we've had as much of an issue mm-hmm. with. Although it has happened. They're allowed to enter the building at 8.45. And there are mornings where it's 9 o'clock and we're, mm. we're strolling up to the school. And I'm just like, we could have been here 15 minutes ago. I could have been on my way to work by now. Yeah. And now I'm standing outside waiting yep. waiting for my kid to go in. Yeah. We, um, I've, I've been telling the twins repeatedly that their job is school. Like, they need yeah. to, they need to get that right. And the on-time thing is fine. There were more we're usually on time for things um but they forget things all the time yes every single morning this week i'm like okay is your backpack ready and i'm not gonna go through all of the things that need to be in there but half of the time this week one of them forgot a folder forgot their water bottle forgot a snack forgot something my daughter this morning she can't wear her her, she has like sandal things you can't wear them to school or she needs to bring gym shoes for pe and she throws them on she's like well i I didn't have time to put socks on i'm like you got dressed this morning put your socks on when you get dressed so you can put your shoes on and run out the door she didn't brush her hair my (laughs) twin boy didn't put a snack in his bag he forgot his folder with his homework on it in it on the kitchen table or they forget their homework at school yes. and don't bring it home and i'm like guys you need to get this right this is like the only pr- the only job you have most days is to make sure you bring things to school and home from school that's literally it. yeah like and if you can't do that then you can't watch tv when you get home yeah. you can't play on your tablets when you get home you can't play pokemon or whatever it is that you want to do like you need to get this right like it's it it's literally just creating a habit of making sure that you have everything you need before you leave wherever it is you're leaving. Right. So we've been greatly emphasizing that constantly. And I still feel like it's just not clicking. And so at some point, like the other day, I'm like, nope, no TV. You forgot your math homework at school again. Mm-hmm. So you are, you, you get to sit here. Well, I cannot do that and not watch a program because I don't know what else to do at that point. Cause it's not like they, it's not like they did something so bad that I need to take away something major or like really punishment, but right. they need something to be like, can't just do this and not have a repercussion well, like. <laughs> it's, otherwise you're not teaching them responsibility yeah, which all. i know is like a whole nother subject 
But, but but that's a lot of at their age. And our kids are generally good kids, so they're not like they're not usually going out and causing trouble, knock on wood yet, but that doesn't mean they won't in five years. Um, but most of what it has to do with is being responsible. Right. And so those pieces of it are where we have to have some sort of discipline in our house to get them out of those bad habits. Well, sure. And I mean, you know, I mean, responsibility covers so many things. I mean, my older son, who's 10, Mm -hmm. him and his little brother, whenever they have a conflict, Mm -hmm. sometimes it will escalate and little brother will start getting physical. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to my 10-year-old and said, look, I get it. He pushed you or he Mm -hmm. hit you or he yelled at you or whatever. But if you respond by doing the same thing and you hit or push or hurt him, you know, and I'm asking him to kind of go the extra step as the older, more responsible child Mm -hmm. and exercise a little bit more self-control. And in the situations where he does, I do praise that. Agreed. Agreed. And we focus now because we've been dealing with this late issue Mm -hmm. and we've been focusing really hard on being on time. Yeah. Whenever it happens, whenever mm-hmm. we are on time, I say something. Yeah. Hey, man, you know, my seven-year-old today, we were late to soccer. And I said, I know that we were late, but when I got home from work, you were ready to go. Mm-hmm. And we put your bag in the car and we left right away. Yeah. You did a great job. Mm-hmm. I was the reason that we yeah. were late. And that's okay for yeah. you. You yes. did you great. You did what you, I, I wanted, I asked you to do. Yeah. I told your coach... And everybody was aware of the situation, so we were responsible, mm-hmm. and I yeah. positively reinforced that behavior. Yeah, that's a, that goes a long way in our household as well. My twins are very, they're just very emotional people. Like, they, they do want, like, they get upset if they think that I'm disappointed in them. So, like, having that extra praise is, is a big deal. Uh-huh. To them, so I agree that you know having that positive reinforcement is just as important, at least for in our household, as a negative one. Um, so definitely try and do both. You know, I feel like I've t- I was talking about this exact same thing, but in a completely different um, situation with work. Like when I was talking about work, it's not discipline, but we report on errors and feedback and things and we do a horrible job of giving positive reinforcement yeah we do a great job of telling people when they screw up we do a bad job of telling people when they've gone you know when they do something above and beyond and well and so i think that that piece of it is really important and part of what falls through the cracks a lot is i agree giving praise for the things they do do well even if it's expected if it's something that they've been struggling with even if it is expected Give Absolutely. that positive reinforcement. Absolutely. I mean, as somebody who has people that work for me, I try very hard to thank people for their efforts, even when those efforts are expected, like you sure. said. Yeah. Agreed. Even if you just did your job today, mm-hmm. all you did was do what you are normally going to yeah. do in a normal day. If I say to you, hey, good job with that and thanks for sticking around for a couple of minutes to yep. finish that thing up and it looks really good and i like what you did with this or whatever yeah, the case any of may that. be it, I goes, don't have it actually to say goes a that. long way it yes really does. but it does yes. telling people that they're valuable is huge is. and that's yeah. where they get that even I mean, even as adults it is so if we start that as as kids um you know it's it's something that sticks with them and it is important it's yeah. important to be valued so I do have one question for you yeah. and then we can open up that second beer. Sounds good. 
So you mentioned that your kids don't want like social outings and things like that to mm-hmm. be taken away, that that's a big motivator for them to behave when you go out to dinners yeah. and things like that. When they do misbehave, mm-hmm. do you take that stuff away? Have we leave. You? So me and my no, husband. No, I mean like, oh. let's say you're going to go to dinner with yeah, your family. we have. We have, or someone will, we won't all go. Okay. So, um, oftentimes me and Brandon drive places separately in case we need to take somebody and leave. Okay. Um, it's often my oldest, but there's times that if one of the other ones act up, they're coming with us too, and the other one will stay with dad and finish. Or vice versa, yep, right. exactly, or whatever it happens to yeah. be. Yeah. So we, we have, not often and not recently, but we definitely Did have followed that. through on that. That's so. something I really struggle with. Mm. I like to have dinner with my family mm-hmm. and there are times where especially because it's usually like a saturday night there mm-hmm. are times where like they had soccer early in the morning yeah. and then maybe the little boy from down the street stopped by and we played outside for like two hours mm. yeah and so everybody and it was hot you know yeah. and so everybody gets like really burned out and we'll have this little bit of downtime mm-hmm. between playing the activity and, and dinner, going out yeah and everyone will just like be a total mess yeah and i have a moment where i think to myself i should take this away from them Mm -hmm. but i'm selfish and i I want to go out to dinner with my family and i want to eat my you know gnocchi vodka sauce Sounds I don't great, want to. Actually, I, it is yeah. great, and I don't. And it's baked. They put oh, mozzarella on it. And they bake amazing. it in the oven. Okay. It's anyways, uh, but I don't want to eliminate that because I feel like it's a punishment for, for you. Me. Yeah, and that and that does happen at times. But we've we've canceled last minute on yeah. things and been like we we just we we can't. I go. mean, I've done a little bit more of that. Because my seven-year-old has started to get like has had like I said Behaviors, he was yelling at everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's been happening. Yeah. We've been having that happen every so often. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we're going to spend time with somebody, mm-hmm. I kind of preface yeah. the situation with, look, I'd really like to do this with you. I mm-hmm. would like to come over on Saturday. Yeah. But if my seven-year-old is being super emotional before we come, yeah, then... I don't think it's going to be in anyone's best interest for us to come. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do the same thing. And we've definitely... We've definitely canceled last minute on things depending on behaviors, mm-hmm. you know, or we'll, we'll, I mean, we've gotten to the point where we'll get somewhere and it's a it's, bad situation and we're like, we're just going to leave. Like we're, we're not staying not or happening. some of, like I said, some of us will stay and some of us will go. Yeah. Um, but yes, we, we do, we do do that. Yeah. So. I think probably that's my biggest flaw in all discipline all the Mm -hmm. way around is that there are moments where i don't stick to my guns the follow-through yeah and that i mean don't get me wrong we don't do it every time but i know um, nobody's perfect i just occasionally feel like you know what if i took this thing away this one time how long would we go before this situation would come up again Mm -hmm. how long would it take them to to forget that whatever that whatever they did whatever their crime was Mm -hmm. resulted in taking away an entire evening of family time or fun activity or a visit somewhere you know and i believe that kids remember that stuff for a very long time they do the twins really do like they they remember stuff like that and i really do think that if you follow through on a handful of things like that, it sticks with them. At the age that they're at, mm-hmm. it really has more of an effect than I think it would um, 
when they're older. So we, we try, don't get me wrong. There's definitely times that I'm like, I want to do this thing. So we're going, Yeah. but <laughs> there's also times that I'm like, well, I guess we're not, you know, so it, it, right. it depends, but yeah, we've definitely, we definitely have, and we definitely need to work on even just the follow through of me being like, if you yell one more time, I'm doing this. And then, and then it the re- thing happens. requires me to actually do something. And I don't always follow through and I need to make an effort to do that. Yeah. And that's the, the threats need to be followed with whatever the threat was. Yeah. I, I mean, doing. when they were really little, I used to, I used to be really rigid about, I'm not going to threaten something unless I'm going to do it for sure yep and obviously time wears away at you no i get it and you're like oh if you do that i'm going to take your tablet away for the whole weekend right and then that's a punishment for me because now you're going to be bothering me every five seconds mom what about this what am i doing now what do you want to do i'm bored it's raining outside right i don't have a tablet get it that it's hard on us to follow through on some of those things so that's definitely hard Especially for both of us, like if if my husband's at work all day and I say you can't have your tablet, what in the hell am I going to do with these three kids I mean, on a whole Saturday honestly, with nothing to do and it's crappy outside? Like you're gonna you're gonna watch I mean, a movie. Like every, I don't know what yeah, else to I mean, do. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I, and I know this isn't the subject we're discussing really specifically, but when it comes to like screen time and devices mm-hmm. and things like that, I have to say that if it's a rainy, cold yeah. weekend that requires everyone to stay indoors, and you have a time limit on your kid's tablet, let's say like an hour. Yeah. Like, if if you were alone, Lauren, mm-hmm. for an entire Saturday, and it oh, was God. rainy and cold, and you weren't going to leave your house, so like you're not running errands, you're not going right, anywhere, yeah. you would spend more than an hour watching something, looking oh, at your phone. hours. Like, at your computer. Oh, for sure. And yeah. part of me is sort of like, I'm not saying that your kid should spend the entire day doing no. that activity. Yeah. However, I think there is a reasonable period of time based on what's happening to you yeah. that day that you can allow yeah. without literally setting a stopwatch on your kid. Oh, yeah. No, I we definitely... We haven't had timers on our stuff in a very long time. Like it's, That's good. So we, we monitor it, and if we feel like... Some days I feel like it's a beautiful day. No, you Let's don't go. get your tablets. Get you're gonna yeah. put. You're gonna go outside and do something, or we're gonna go to the park, or we're gonna do something. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a crappy rainy day and all we want to do is sit on the couch and watch movies, and one of the kids wants to watch this and the other one wants to play on their tablet, so right. what? Go do your thing. Yeah, for sure. So we definitely do do that. All right, I'm gonna open good for the goose tequila barrel aged golden sour ale lime lemon orange zest sea salt and amarillo hops there's a whole lot going on in this can yeah this is uh it's not cran raz that's for sure no it's uh something else Hmm. i'm excited to smell this i feel like i smell the salt oh really yeah it's so funny it's kind of a i don't know like lime, lime lemon i get Orange. I think I get lime. I feel like I smell a tequila shot. Yeah, right? lime well, salt. I mean, I I get that it's you know. Tequila I mean, it basically barrel aged, is a shot of tequila. But that's right? essentially what I smell. Let's I think. drink it and see what it tastes mm, like. All right, let's give it a shot. I definitely taste salt. This is super yeah. interesting. But it definitely has, I mean, it's salt, it's got salt flavor, but it definitely has like the tart, 
lemon lime. It's got the citrus in it. The lemon I don't know lime. if I can differentiate in this specifically which one I'm getting more of. It's definitely I, it's, citrusy. I get, uh, yeah, I just get the citrus like the lemon lime mix. I don't necessarily feel like one is more differentiated over the other. I feel like on this, comparatively to the first one, that aftertaste goes away like immediately yeah there's like nothing that sticks i'm trying to get like the i assumed that the tequila would be like an aftertaste or Mm -hmm. a burn i get nothing or i like i taste it and it's like dissipates yeah i don't get i don't get that same sour edge that sticks with you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um it's a super interesting beer like it's really interesting it's almost like i don't think i could drink a whole can more than a beer taste wow me. i don't know a rose and a cocktail <laughs> yeah. i don't know Tonight. it's it's just different it's very different because it usually is. with the sours it it tastes it's got a tart taste to it but it doesn't taste like a sour ale it doesn't to me. have the funk no at all this is yeah. not funky no it, it's so it's it's not what i expected no. from a sour no it's yeah i couldn't drink a whole can of this no i would get a tummy ache <laughs> yeah it's a cool taste it's definitely different i, I get I'm the glad flavors it. I like just, it's, it's yeah i couldn't drink a 60 i couldn't drink a pint of this but it's uh it's super interesting very different very yeah. definitely different than any beer i've had definitely hmm. cool but that was fun yeah. i like noble creature that was really fun i could totally see going to this place for an evening and having some tasters yeah. of a variety of their this stuff. This is a type of place that is perfect for a, flight. a sampling because there's all these different flavor profiles that I probably couldn't drink a whole beer of, mm-hmm. but it's nice to get the different tastes and kind of experiment with these different flavors. So definitely Absolutely. I would I would do that. Yeah, this this was cool. I liked this. So yeah. all right, well, noble creatures. Thank you. This thank was you. uh this was fun. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.